0: A Better Future podcast, building a better future, one change at a time.
1: Welcome to episode four. This is mainly based about plastics and how we can help reduce um, our impact. Uh, We've got an interview with the lovely Dawn, who uh, took the plastic free July challenge and continued it so we get to hear about her journey. Uh, We also will be catching up with Sasha who had the last challenge me which was to try and not use any plastic in two weeks. Uh, Quite a challenge so we will get an update from her. Um, I'm Corin Goodall and I'm known as the realist just your everyday person and we also have
2: Jason Light the professional
1: and Sasha Laws the campaigner. Hey, Brilliant. Sasha's actually on Skype today. We don't have her live in the building with us.
3: No, no, save on the carbon. <laughs> yes,
1: we are <laughs> indeed doing our bit, saving her <laughs> travelling down from London.
2: It sort of fits in with the last episode where we talked about sort of travel, avoiding travel yeah. and yeah. using Skype and things.
3: You've got so many different avenues to, to talk to people now and, you know, we can see each other, we can hear each other. So yeah. I had a, a recent
1: conversation with my business coach, actually, who asked if it would be something that we'd be willing to do in the future like do something over the internet rather than meeting in person and as much as I like meeting her in person after that last episode I couldn't find a reason to not do that it just made sense because she's moved away a bit further now so it'd be and I just thought yeah I mean we're connecting over the online and it it would be fine so that's probably something we're gonna do moving forward right should we get into it Go on then Dawn, tell us a bit about yourself.
0: So I have been um, interested in uh, conservation and environmental things ever since I was a teenager, sparked by all kinds of different threads uh, that I was learning about and things that were happening in the news and world affairs at the time. And it's led me to the career I'm in now, so I work for a wildlife trust uh, locally and yeah trying to do my bit really in, in in all kinds of ways both conservation and with my everyday life in terms of environmental impact
1: your everyday life is something that i'm quite interested in okay. so uh not last year it's the year before now wasn't mm-hmm. it but you yeah. took on the plastic free yeah was it meant plastic to be a... yeah. free july so yeah. it's a
0: marine conservation society scheme really to kick start people into thinking about the amount of plastic that they're buying okay. particularly single use items and i've been doing a little bit by myself prior to that um following some bits and pieces on social media twitter Mm -hmm. and and facebook uh, and starting to make some changes but that really kick-started me realizing Mm -hmm. how much plastic comes into our households without really realizing it Um, so i took on the challenge to make some bigger changes that month and that's been going on ever since. So so to you make...
2: took a month a bit too far.
0: I took a month into a year and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. So and, and the ongoing. challenge was to do it for
1: a so month. Because it gets quite a big... Uh, I was thinking like, how many people yeah. got <laughs> on board with that. But yeah, for a
0: month. Yeah. So um, the challenge is, is a month. But really it's then about embedding those changes and making it part of your normal mm-hmm. life. Um, from the back of that, because I'd got a bit more involved, I was reading a bit more and again, ac- uh, accessing social media strands. Um, the whole zero waste thing came up, mm-hmm. so that's kind of a step on from just plastics, that's about really um, minimising what you're consuming right across the board, yeah. and actually getting rid of some product products completely that I would have buy, bought routinely without really thinking about it. Yeah. Even though if you'd put me on the spot and asked me, I would have known the impacts they were likely to be having, yeah. paper towels being a classic yeah. case. Kitchen employer. towels is something girl.
1: I've stopped buying, yep. but there are still times I'm like, the do you know what? Yeah. Be really handy right now. Yeah. And I'm using I so I've been cutting up old clothing that yeah. which just wasn't gonna be any good to go to a charity shop or anything like yeah. that. So I thought I'll cut them up and use rags. Yes. But there just never seems to be any <laughs> that handy when I'm like just needed paper towel. Yeah. So are you actually following the zero waste thing or is it generally just still, still the plastics you're concentrating on? It's at the still moment?
0: the plastics I'm concentrating on but I think just—I think they go hand in hand because yeah. every change that you make it makes you question uh, other uh, things yeah, that, yeah. You, that you're buying or looking to buy mm-hmm. um, and there are literally some evenings I've gone to the supermarket to do you know, the small amount of shopping that I now do at the supermarket yeah. and I'll have spent three quarters of an hour and I'll have four things in my <laughs> trolley. <laughs> so you then have to go back around and then try and make some different choices because you yeah. can't always buy the things in the way that you want to buy them. But no.
2: um, well, I, I guess that's the—is that early days? I mean, once you get your head round it, is it easier?
0: I think. I think actually, toiletries and household has been pretty easy to do. I'm still waiting to make some changes, and that's a thing about I've still got you know certain products that come in plastic bottle year ago or two years ago i'm not going to bin those Mm -hmm. without using up that product and then go and buy the the waste free or the you know the the plastic free free alternative just so it looks good in my bathroom cupboard it's not a fashion statement it's trying to make these changes and make them long term um but food is the trickiest one I, i think lots of people have said the same thing on the subject is that food packaging is endemic yeah. And it's very, very hard hard to buy certain products without, you know, having that plastic stream come into the household. And that's where kind of looking for recycling avenues is the mm-hmm. only option that you're left with. Yeah. Um, One of the things that's got me really thinking has been the Walker crisps. Um, campaign. I mm-hmm. don't know if you've heard about that one. So they're
1: meant to be doing something making their bags recyclable or more readily recyclable. They are, right?
0: and they put, uh, I think, a date on it of around 2030, which oh, is okay. nonsense. Really, really ambitious, yeah, yeah. You know, they revi- <laughs> revised that uh, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, But they kept saying that because, again, they're a laminated product, they were just not recyclable and they wouldn't ever be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So there was a grassroots campaign, uh, again, widely um, distributed on social media, where people were literally collecting their packets and posting them directly back to Walkers. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, the the address was shared widely, so then all of a sudden they're suddenly getting all of these crisp packets, literally.
2: But they were literally just sticking them in the post box as a a packet of crisps
0: yeah exactly with a a, a label on it Royal Mail were pretty unhappy about it all as well I can imagine they love that you know so what that has prompted is that walkers now have a recycling scheme okay so they will take the bags back they have to be washed and rinsed and dried okay and then sent in Um, but they pelletise the material and then they can recycle it into certain things so it is doable yeah if there's enough pressure there,
1: yeah.
0: and whether that's economic yeah. pressure, i.e. not p- people are stopping buying the products, mm-hmm. or if people are shouting about things mm-hmm. or asking for things in different ways. But that's got me thinking about... The big bugbear for me is bread products. Yeah. I love bread products of all kinds of different <laughs> uh, kinds of things. Quite a bread farm. And... Your normal everyday loaf of bread comes in a bag that mostly can be recycled through the carrier bag recycling scheme. Yep. Most big supermarkets mm-hmm. have, a, have a, a a place for those to go. Every other bread product has my least favourite phrase on the back of it with a recycling sign that says, not currently recycled. Oh, OK. So they're using me. the sign. Yeah. But, yeah, which I think is just a massive cop-out on, on behalf of the producers and the retailers. So I'd love to know why that is. Mm -hmm. Why is every other bread product packaged in, in, um, you know, a material that can't be readily recycled?
1: Yeah. So when you're saying every other bread product, so your loaf of bread comes in one that you can get recycled, but if it's not in a bag, as if you know, hot cross buns or something along those lines, hot cross
0: buns, of bread, so all of those things,
1: they're just not
0: okay. You know, bagels, um, crumpets, Mm -hmm. any of those things Mm -hmm. will come in a different type of packaging that okay. is not currently recycled
1: okay well that's interesting i've yeah. actually been using uh my bread bags as yeah. bins for the okay. bin yeah so for the i just have yeah. a, a small plastic bin yeah. and i've been putting the things that aren't messy just in the bin yeah. and anything that's like oh that can't go in the food bin or so i put then that's in the yeah. but maybe i could start using the other things that yes. maybe i buy that aren't recyclable yeah. To yeah. they're, not,
0: they're the bits if you have wraps because they've got that zip mm-hmm. top as well yeah so they would be quite easily to seal yeah, to, it, yeah. into, to the, mm. the waste stream
2: so how kind of extreme did you go you, you know if you one of those jar people who put every single thing for a year in a jar or no i haven't i haven't become <laughs> that extreme about it
0: um partly because i just haven't and my life isn't really like that um But I think it's about consuming less. You know, when I talk to other people about it every day, people that I might meet, family, friends, it's about whatever it is that you're choosing to buy, that you do it thoughtfully.
2: Yeah.
0: So you've put some thought into, I don't know, buying buying a new pair of trainers or how you're going to wrap your Christmas presents. And I was so proud of my family this year. They all really took it on board. So we had completely recyclable paper when paper was used. Um, me and my sister spent you know the half an hour taking all the tape off when people had used tape um, but lots of the stuff was wrapped in um, fabric or in other gifts or in, mm-hmm. all together in a gift bag and yeah. um, we had a big basket in the middle of the room when we were unwrapping our presents and all the stuff we knew could be re- reused put back in the that's basket, exactly what read, I did I was like are you
1: going to use right I'll have yeah. that back then so I was literally that's, telling to people it. like you're not going to keep that box and use it I'll take it back and I'll probably give you another present that's at some it. point
0: so that's great when <clears throat> it's not just you you know you're feeling like the lone <clears throat> odd bod by <laughs> yes. insisting on these things yeah. but you can cascade that out through friends and family that's quite powerful
2: yeah so um, I guess when you started this journey <clears throat> a year and a half ago Things are quite different around plastics and recycling. Um, obviously, you can take credit for everything well, related to that. To,
1: nothing to do with you Blue Planet or Lisbon You this know, started it before Blue Planet yeah. then, didn't you? So. The Marine
0: Conservation Society have been banging on about it I'm for sure. a long, yeah. long time. And marine litter particularly, again, because it breaks down um, into nurdle and the nurdle problem as well. So for a long time, I was a regular volunteer on their um, beach watch program. Mm -hmm. So you're literally going down to your nearest um, patch of shoreline. Uh, You and a group of volunteers will um, survey a hundred meter stretch Mm -hmm. and you record every item of litter that you find, plastic or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that goes into a great big data set. They've been doing this now for a long time. So they've got um, data to prove things like, Carrier bags are getting into the environment less since the 5p charge came, yeah, and yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So they can show that legislation can work, for instance, mm-hmm. in, in improving an issue. Um, so that really got me making some changes already. Yeah, And that's things like we would run out of space on the form for plastic cotton bud sticks. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, God. So it's yeah, I did f- one last year and yeah. you don't see them at first. We looked at the beach and we were like, oh, there's hardly anything. Someone's mm-hmm. already cleaned it. And then two hours later, you're on your hundredth cotton bud. It's <laughs> and... crazy
1: when, because I watched a, a TED Talk online about those and I grew up with them, but I'd never put them down the toilet. It was always in the bin. That not best. that that's loads better, but yeah. at least it's not getting out into the sea that way. Um, yeah, now I just I don't ever see any point in them yeah. at all, really. So,
0: yeah. so that's the audit. you know, yeah. it's those things. And it's about, one, I think it's about, making people aware of the problem which mm-hmm. blue planet and the lisbon in dragon mm-hmm. plastic mm-hmm. Um, that was very you know yeah. mainstream that really yeah. got lots of those messages out there but it's also about really thinking about when you throw something away what does away actually yeah. mean yeah and in most cases it doesn't mean away yeah. at all it just means it's gone somewhere else and in some cases that means it's gone somewhere it really shouldn't
1: yeah
0: so, you know, some of this stuff is relatively easy to find out about. And mm-hmm. uh, One of the things that I did find through doing the Plastic Free July challenge was that um, on the Marine Conservation Society website, they had dedicated pages, they had bloggers there so mm-hmm. you could follow people. People were putting up um, brilliant alternative products that they were finding. So there's lots of things that, you know, yeah. I changed through that. But then sometimes it's about having ordinary conversations with random people like my hairdresser. So my hairdresser mm-hmm. um, stuck with me for the last year and a half going through and <laughs> trying, you know, random soap bars and apple cider vinegar rinses, which stripped everything out of my hair and made me look like, like Wurzel Gummidge. None of your younger listeners will who know who Wurzel Gummidge is, so that's okay. Um, so she got to the point where she has also been... Um, concerned about her own plastic consumption both at home and through the shop mm-hmm. you know she sells um hair products and obviously uses lots in the salon and actually she turned around to me in the end and said why don't you just bring me back your empty bottles mm-hmm. and i will refill them from my giant refill bottles yeah. that we okay. have in the salon yeah. and i'll just charge you the same price oh, that's nice. so i've now had the same bottle yeah. of shampoo and conditioner for a year oh cool and it's every four months. I'm taking that in with me at my appointment and getting that. Oh, brilliant! Out. That's cool. So sometimes it's not always the most obvious yeah. thing that might lead you to be able to eliminate a That's certain waste nice stream. Thing. Yeah, but it's also got you know other people in the salon are listening to our conversations about this. She's been talking to her big suppliers, particularly L'Oreal. She gets a lot of stuff through. Um, they sent a load of Christmas gift packs, which she returned because they were packaged in hard plastic packaging that can't be recycled and she said i just don't want that anymore Mm -hmm. i'm just not going to accept that so you can have them all back that's
1: that's the only thing that's going to make people change isn't it
0: exactly and i think she would have far more clout with someone like that through her Mm -hmm. then you know warehouse suppliers than i'm ever going to have as an individual i've Um, uh,
1: been badgering um the company where we buy our long lines from Mm -hmm. It's, it's a long training dog lead and it's completely unnecessary because normal leads aren't in a, bo- in a plastic box and um, it's completely unnecessary and I've been badgering them and they, they're <laughs> like, yes, we are looking into changing it. I'm like, okay, when? And that's when they go quiet.
2: Yeah. But we had a... I, do I mean, yeah. dogs is, is going to be a theme that will come out a lot on this <laughs> podcast but we did a... Um, we used to have a certain brand for our food and it came in a thick... Um, black plastic tray so we wrote to them and kind of said look we're going to stop using your food anymore if you do this mm-hmm. and we got a kind of generic ish response back but mm. it probably wasn't just us because yeah. they've literally just shifted to cartons
4: mm-hmm.
2: instead which opens up a whole nother challenge with recycling <laughs> yeah. but at least they've they've completely changed their branding everything yeah. um, and you get a box instead of a, a kind of plastic container with lots of plastic sheets and Mm -hmm. plastic tubs Mm -hmm. they've completely changed their product Mm -hmm. so obviously it wasn't just us so um which is many
1: people are concerned
2: aren't they yeah i think this is where i was quite interested because obviously um you've you were well ahead of a lot of the public concern around Mm -hmm. this um which has been really interesting for us because we've kind of followed your journey a bit and got all sorts of different tips and ideas from you but um, it must be a lot easier. You talked about your family being mm. more kind of supportive um, and it's probably more because it's more in the public conscious. Yeah. So have you found it easier to, to find plastic-free products? Are people more willing to talk to you about it?
0: Yeah, I think the big shift came after the Blue Planet thing was going into supermarkets and asking for things like from the deli counter, fish yeah. counter... Uh, with your own tub, yeah, you know there because you had a lot of,
2: of issues with cheese. No, I you? had a
0: lot of issues with cheese. When I solved the cheese, it's still not a completely. I'm not completely happy with the solution, but I'm not giving up cheese anytime soon. So <laughs> it's it's okay <laughs> at the minute, and that's a good point to make: is that sometimes, at some point, you will have to compromise somewhere yeah, yeah. to fit either circumstances, budget, lifestyle, or just your own personal tastes yeah. and choices um but it's trying to do it again thoughtfully and mindfully you know that's is that the best thing that i can do right now um a big thing on the on the change in shifting people's perception was that that, that became normal you weren't getting funny people looks weren't and getting watch. funny looks and go, what what you want to do what <laughs> um in fact to the point where the chap over at waitrose our local waitrose um put my fish into my tub and then he checked with me he said do come back and let me know if you get any problems when you get to the checkout because they've some of the people that are working on the on you know the checkouts yeah. aren't quite sure what's happening here, and I've been trying to speak to each of them so that they know it's okay. Okay. Which oh, I that's brilliant. Was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the other big win for me was my reusable bread bag. So I now try and avoid buying bread at all in a yeah in a plastic bag. So I've bought this reusable bread bag. In fact, I wanted my second one, um, and I take that into my local baker's here at Parkgate or or in Fairham. And everybody's now got used to the fact that I want them to slice the bread into that and not into a plastic bag first yeah, and yeah. then put them into my bag. Yeah. And that sparked huge amounts of conversation, both <laughs> with the people that work in the bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have taken snaps of it to, to, to find one for themselves, as well as in people in the queue. Mm-hmm. So I think I feel braver talking to people about it because it's more in the public consciousness since Blue Planet and et cetera. Yeah. Um, so I suppose that's easier to then ask for those things mm. or, or, you know, yeah. the odd bod who's on that anti-plastic mission. Um, the big thing I did notice just anecdotally over Christmas was I went to try and buy some plain brown cardboard tags for my presents and I've been using those for years for yeah. like postal tags and everywhere had sold out. <laughs> okay, so, so everyone was on it. Everyone was yeah. on it and that <laughs> uh, that was the same week that I think it was BBC Breakfast had done the non-scrunching... Oh, yeah, you know make yeah, sure yeah. you can scrunch your your wrapping paper thing, so there was just acres of glittery plasticized um wrapping paper that wasn't being bought, yeah, okay. so it's when a message can get out to a yeah. really wide number of people, and they'll make that shift, hopefully not just this year, but that yeah. will become the norm
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: that, we need to yeah.
1: keep the, the yeah. keep going that and that I know like obviously this is this isn't new, this mm. has been going on for years, mm. but what programs mainstream programs like blue planet done and the one you mentioned earlier um they make it so that it becomes the norm that if they keep ticking over and keep coming out they're the ones that will keep this momentum going
0: i think it's an interesting point that you raised jay is that it's not enough to just stop buying a product you need to let either the retailer or the producer know that and why yeah, because actually, like you say, you might just be the lone email sat in the customer yeah, service yeah. inbox and everyone's like, what? <laughs> um, but you might be one of a thousand where they actually start to make a shift. Yeah. Um, so like I say, with the Walker's crisp packet thing, that obviously worked mm-hmm. in a different way. Um, and I think toothpaste tubes for me are going to be the big one for me for this year because yeah. I think, you know, the, the sheer volume... That we must get through as a country, mm-hmm. and there are alternatives, but they're not readily available yeah. on either the supermarket or off the shelf. If you pop into town to get something, you would need to go through an online supplier, you need to know who that was, you need to know that it suited you that particular product. So, yeah. we've all tried a few different things till we've got one that we like. Um, and it shouldn't be that hard, it shouldn't be that hard for people to make a plastic free choice mm-hmm. when they do their everyday shop.
2: You know what though you've probably gone to buy your toothpaste and all of the plastic free people have bought them yeah, already. Bought <laughs> yeah. I had that this yeah. month with yeah. Veganuary because um Corin's been doing Veganuary this month yeah. and I went to go and buy some tofu and <laughs> there's no tofu. Yeah. <laughs> so all of the vegans have been moaning. <laughs> yeah, but, but there's always
0: yeah. a supply in Tesco. It's
2: um, it's a you know it's a it's a good yeah. thing to be annoyed about. Yeah. Um
0: it's all that's also about a scale of um, changes because my brother and sister in law um, asked for a vegetarian cookbook book for Christmas yeah mm-hmm. now that actually if you if I remember back to the arguments I had with my elder brother when I was a teenager or a, and a young adult and thinking about going fully vegetarian um for him to turn around and ask for that for his Christmas present because they too are trying to reduce the yeah, amount of yeah. meat that they consume for all kinds of reasons mm-hmm. health reasons budget reasons but carbon reasons Mm -hmm. etc and you know animal welfare um so i think it's that thing that everyone can make some changes um to fit your budget to fit your lifestyle Mm -hmm. to fit your circumstances and there's you know my top three changes i suppose were probably the reusable bread bag um partly because it's also you're then supporting a local supplier yeah Mm -hmm. i'm supporting my two local bakers um it's my plastic free lip balm that comes in a cardboard tube, which has even been through the washing machine this week okay. and is still intact. So that's what, pretty we'll make nifty.
4: Is
0: that, then? So it's a lady called Jo. She runs a company called Valley Mist, and you can buy it uh, through Etsy.
4: Okay.
0: It is a tenner, yeah. but they do do a vegan version. This one's got beeswax in it, but they okay. also do a completely vegan version. Mm-hmm. But it lasts me absolutely ages. It doesn't do the weird melty thing sitting in my jeans pocket <laughs> every day, even when I'm out teaching in the middle of summer. Um, and it's all natural ingredients. There's not, nothing. Oh, in brilliant! There. Um, and it's something I know that it is far more money than a standard plastic alternative, mm-hmm. but it lasts a lot longer. Mm-hmm. I feel better about using it and buying it. And then to basically get rid of it, you can either soak it in water in a bowl overnight and stick it in your compost i pop mine in the in the log burner basically and, uh, and burn it so that was a real win for me uh so that was the bread bag this one and then my bamboo toothbrush and what i was really thrilled about is that they became available in waitrose stores and lots of larger holland and barrett's so you can now buy humble brushes um rather than buying mm. them online so that was a big thing how would you find
1: the bristles on them because I've, I've gone through a few bamboo <clears throat> brushes and uh i've found them to be quite soft okay um but this
0: one's all right actually because yeah. yeah i prefer sort of medium to hard but mm-hmm. this one seems okay yeah um one of the things i'm getting in touch with humble brush about and this is again about trying to do that little bit extra is that because the bristles are made of nylon six because I'm veggie, I don't want pig bristles in mm-hmm. my mouth. That's not an alternative oh, I'm yeah. ever going to go for. Yeah. Um, no one's really come up with a non-plastic bristle alternative, other than that.
1: Yeah, because one of the ones I've got is non-plastic, and it's just really, oh, okay. um, yeah, quite yeah. soft, like soft like kind a, of... like, more like um, a paintbrush. <laughs> a paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm
0: not sure that's going to quite do the job. No. Yeah. So the 9 on six thing—that's you know—that's what I mean by there is a compromise there.
2: Yeah.
0: So it's not a solid bit of plastic that's going to be, you know, in existence for the rest of eternity, which Mm. is all of the plastic toothbrushes I've ever owned in my life. They still exist. That was a big thing for (laughs) me when you suddenly realised that. Um, But on their website, they've got a picture of somebody removing the bristles before they then recycle the bamboo part. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're standing doing it over a sink oh okay and that's the last thing we want to be yeah, yeah, yeah. doing is putting yeah. it straight into a water course. so I'm going to let them know that actually they probably need to change their picture yeah um I cut mine off with a hacksaw and they go in the bin mm-hmm. and then I either um again kindling on the fire or I reuse them as plant labels in the garden they're oh, that's quite, nice. oh okay, that's quite nice okay great
2: yeah so we put a link to all of those yeah on the text for the podcast yeah (laughs) (laughs) so the other thing i thought was quite interesting you swapped out your scourer that you used to use for doing the dishes Mm
0: -hmm. yeah that was quite a journey so with the zero waste thing um i went pretty old school and bought a loofah so an old-fashioned loofah Mm -hmm. cut it up into slices and i was using a slice of loofah and that worked okay Yeah, but you can't mop anything up with a slice of loofah and that's driving me (laughs) a bit crazy Um, and then I went to cellulose sponge so that's plant based cellulose so when it's done with you can wash them through the washing machine at 30 um, and when they really get um, grim you can put them into your compost bin Okay, Mm -hmm. but if you buy them in the supermarket they'll come in a plastic Mm wrapping so that was a bit annoying Um, so I eventually found something called an e-cloth um scrubber a company called ecloth they make lots of microfiber um cleaning products where you just use water and that's been working brilliantly and again you just pop it through your washing machine mm-hmm. and i've had two now for about seven months and they're really going strong So we're really yeah chuffed with okay. those so what was oh, of
1: the, the one that I, I so i've been getting the plant-based luther mm-hmm. luther <laughs> um and i've I've already gone with it uh, but the where i get it from they don't have it in a plastic wrapper either okay. so it's just yeah. got a little bit of cardboard attached to Fantastic. it and i've so I've placed the the sponge in the bathroom as well so Great. just these plant and yeah like you say they're compostable yeah. as well
0: lots of people have been using them as um soap dish mm-hmm Okay. So you know you don't want slimy soap on something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you just cut a thin slice and put your soap okay, on that. that's so a good it, idea. I actually know
1: someone who's trying to grow, and grow, you can grow them. them, and yeah. I was like, wow, that's a yeah. that that didn't even enter my mind. I was telling everyone about them, and she's like, oh yeah, I'm growing them. I'm like, what? Yeah. That's crazy. So, so they're yeah. like a
0: gourd, a bit like a... I think they're uh, relatively cucumber. Yeah, yeah. So you might need a greenhouse. Yeah, wow, what's that really have you cool. got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Ah,
2: so how plastic-free are you?
0: It's a tricky one, and it does change um, depending...
2: Because you hear these like, stories about people who literally throw nothing away they're they're these kind of they think sort of gods of plastic free mm. <laughs> um but for me they're taking it quite extreme
0: yeah i think anyone who's working whether it's part-time or full-time or has a family or has budget constraints yeah or needs to get the shopping done without spending five days out of seven finding stuff to buy yeah, yeah. um is gonna have to compromise somewhere And I'm yeah. firmly in that um category so I think toiletries and cleaning stuff, I'm probably about between 80 and 90% there. With food, it's much harder. And that's probably about 50% overall, over a year. Um, Possibly a bit better than that. So yes, it's about having a look at where your waste is coming from and trying to change one thing. To just take it one thing at a time. Um, Some stuff I just, as I said to you at the top of the conversation, I just don't buy anymore. Yeah. Paper towel being one. I just couldn't figure out one how to get it plastic free and two, actually it's a completely meaningless thing. I don't Mm -hmm. really need it. I don't miss it. You're spending money out on it on something that takes a huge amount of, you know, wood pulp and water to make. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't need it. Yeah. Um same with cling film, just don't need it. All that kind of
2: stuff. You just don't really need it. Any places people can go to kind of A get tips and B get part of the community and get advice and support from some people
0: yeah so uh there's quite a few facebook groups it's about dipping into them and choosing is that the right thing for you lots of them have really um set themselves up in a good way so they will have a series of files where you can go in and search for stuff rather than just people endlessly coming on and asking the same question yeah, yeah trying sure. to find the same alternative mm-hmm. um but lots of people are very quick to respond and there's local ones. so i belong to the the portsmouth zero waste one and portsmouth plastic free so Some there people, people
1: should look in their local ones first to I see what's so. going on
0: locally yeah because you know lots of the changes i have made um, I realise you're then back to supporting local businesses. So the local greengrocer, yeah. I'm now supporting them rather than yeah. buying things, at, at, you know, at a large supermarket. Yeah. Um, and of, and sometimes it might just be small one off suppliers of it might be handmade. soap, it might be any of these things. But yeah. you're Then, you know, your money's going back into that local economy. Mm mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely really been helpful, and then like I say, some of those bigger information streams like the Marine Conservation Society are very hot on it. Um, plastics, uh, Surfers Against Sewage yeah. are very active. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's about following those people and, and sharing your own successes. I think, as well, yeah. not being afraid to post up stuff yeah. where you where you've made a win, really. Um, and you were
1: saying uh, the story you were telling me when we were off mic earlier about your friend asking you to keep posting because regardless of if people are engaging with your post it's still going through and they're still being inspired by you and i think that's a great i know i've
2: definitely been inspired by it i kind (laughs) of see posts and i have to kind of look and find out more we're all quite voyeuristic so kind of watching your journey throughout that Mm -hmm. The first kind of 12 months. Well, it's
0: sometimes you think you're sort of either shouting into the void or preaching to the converted, but yeah. it's, it's short conversations like that that make me think, well, actually is worth yeah. highlighting, you know, different things. And slightly yeah. off topic, you know, when the whole uh, palm oil thing happened with Iceland,
4: Yeah.
0: it was about, well, that's the face value story. Yeah. But if you're someone who is really interested in this stuff and has yeah. been looking at it previously... Yeah you can then share the kind of the the, the, the more real <laughs> version of what yeah. might be going on so people can make more informed choices about yeah. things. Um, and plastic isn't bad. Plastic's an amazing product mm-hmm. and it does amazing things. Mm. Uh, one of the things I have found through my journey is that it's not enough for me to sit here with, you know, um, my life and say all pre-packaged vegetables are bad because Mm -hmm. there's some people out there that's the only way they're ever going to be able to eat fresh vegetables Mm -hmm. is to have them pre-packaged and pre-cut up and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff so it's also about being mindful about the changes that you're requesting yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, you know and just Mm -hmm. uh, it's just literally taking a step back and putting a bit of thought Mm -hmm. into your everyday choices now that's hard isn't it in the everyday life but like I say, choose one thing or a set of things. So if it's the bathroom, you want to concentrate on, or if it's a cleaning product, or if it's food, or a another thing, uh, and see what changes you. can I guess, make. and look into it when it's up for
1: when yeah. you you need it again. Not not when you've just bought a brand new bottle. No. you don't need to replace okay. it, the things, that's and, it. and that's what I'm quite conscious of. I always use up everything I've got, and then yeah. think, well, do I really need that anymore? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then go down that route.
2: But once you've kind of looked into it i guess it just comes naturally then like you've you've worked out how you can find toothpaste you've worked yeah. out how you can get cheese so yeah. you're not having to continually kind of you know. research all the time exactly. you can kind of
0: unless something better comes along
2: And i think that's also being
0: open to that that i haven't yeah, got yeah. all the answers um and it may be that i start I, you know i stopped buying milk in the end i just could not find a way to buy milk without plastic mm. that would work for me okay so i just don't have it at home anymore yeah and that was it that was, the yeah, yeah. It was such an obvious solution mm-hmm. but it took me about a year to figure <laughs> it out after going through lots of different things um so i just i don't need it okay. yeah yeah
1: so milk bottles being delivered wouldn't work
0: so I live on a street and my front door opens directly onto the pavement. Yeah. And I also have a um, fantastic place around the corner from me, but they uh, look after people going through drug rehab. Okay. So stuff goes missing. Uh, okay. <laughs> Plus... So uh, even yeah. if you wanted to, you probably wouldn't get I'll your prob- milky tea in the I, morning exactly. anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so, um, um, but I know there has been a massive rise in milk deliveries. Yeah. They had to go on a great big recruitment drive in London. Uh, for milk delivery personnel, yeah. we're not allowed to call the milkmen anymore, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is fine. So, because people were suddenly wanting yeah. a good old fashioned milk delivery.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I know a handful of people yeah. that have made that swap this year, last, well,
0: last yeah. year, really. Which is great. So, yeah. so, that's not even recycling, that's reuse, which is yeah. brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but for me, that I couldn't make that work. Um, so, yeah, so, da, yeah. the solution was actually, yeah. I just don't need that in my yeah. life anymore. Yeah. Um
2: Brilliant! That's best way to do it. Yeah. Save you some money. Saves just you some money. yeah.
0: And that's the other thing. So when I was saying about some products costing more there's the plastic-free alternative, yeah. there is loads of places where actually I'm not spending the money because I either just don't buy the product, like kitchen towel yeah. anymore, yeah. Or well, certain things are so much cheaper when you clean, do all your cleaning with you know white vinegar and bicarbonate soda. That's yeah. a lot cheaper than off the shelf you know yeah. um, cleaning products okay. so it kind yeah. of balances yeah,
2: out it. yeah oh, well thanks for coming in to see yeah, us you're you're welcome. um it's been lovely kind of hearing about your your plastic free journey you've been on and, and the kind of challenges and your tips and how people can kind of get involved and things so we put lots of links and things and we we'll send them through Fish um,
4: saying goodbye as well. yes. yeah so we've we've had a dog, dog. sneak
2: in whilst doing <laughs> interviews, so he's sort of whining in the background um, but yeah it's been been great to have you, so thank you yeah. very much
1: so that was a really great interview from Dawn. I really enjoyed that. um She had some loads of swaps there that she made that I think are really achievable. Uh, certainly, I need to be doing a few more of those, but I think they're like I said, really achievable swaps um what did you
3: guys think i thought it was really um you know really good the fact that she's um reusing plastic in the sense of the those reusable bags mm-hmm. um so it's not it's not anti plastic because i think a lot of people have a knee jerk reaction just to go plastic free or get rid of any plastic but actually you know it's a it's a valuable um material and and and, and, and you know Having it in your life where you're constantly reusing—that's where we want to be.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I, I agree. I um, I remember speaking in the interview about using my bread bags as bin bags, but she said that they are actually you can take them back when you're recycling your plastic bags if you still have any of those. That they are recyclable, whereas other things aren't that come in plastic such as yeah. maybe if you're buying uh spinach because you can't really get spinach uh plastic free no, those they. bags aren't recyclable so maybe using those for the, the the messy things in the bin uh so that's something i'm trying yeah, to use going forward point. yeah
2: yeah and yeah. I, th- I think it's it's really nice kind of hearing someone talk who's been doing it for like 18 months mm. nearly two years and has kind of tried out things and we can just learn from her mistakes yeah. and and so many tips i think i Mm -hmm. mean i think we edited the interview down because it it was like nearly two hours talking (laughs) about plastic she had so many things we could have probably gone a week Um, um we've got another interview which we recorded with dawn um talking about um her her job which is about forest schools and and getting kids out into nature and and that interview's um Even longer, I think. (laughs) I really enjoyed
1: that one. It was
2: was interesting because I've I've known Dawn for years and you don't ever really take time to speak to someone about what they do properly. You kind of go, oh, you know, see someone in the pub and go, oh, you know, how's your day? And it's this sort of really short conversation but you get the chance to kind of spend some time it's really nice i really
1: enjoy about doing the podcast actually like having a real good understanding of what you guys are up to it's nice
2: yeah and we can all we can all learn from each other and you know dawn had a lot to kind of give on the plastic side which was which is yeah definitely what i liked
1: also is that she took that up as just plastic free july a challenge that happens every year um to try and reduce your plastic. and then she continued. Do you know what I mean? It's, but that's what it's all there for. Like the January. Yeah. It's not there just yeah, to do every to January. Say. It's to try and get you to make little changes. You might not make them that February, March or whatever, but you might make little changes throughout that year. And then it comes around to the January again. And then maybe you're thinking about it a bit more.
3: It's a learning process, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not, um it's, 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 it's peaking that awareness mm-hmm. and then turning it into action. Um, and then if you, you know, I mean, the fact that she's continued is, is, is incredible. But even if you don't, you're still going to reduce your plastic. And like you say, the next time you try it again, there'll be there'll be more that drops out.
2: Yeah, and, and she's very pragmatic as well. She doesn't kind of say, we're not going to have any plastic. I'm going to avoid everything. And, you know, we touched upon the people with the jars and how they they try and showcase how they've lived for a whole year with using nothing or throwing nothing away. Um, which is, you know, an admirable, really admirable, admirable thing to do. Which, I think I take it's
1: fabulous. My but, and, and like you say, yeah, it, you were just going to say, I'll take your hat off completely because yeah. I yeah. don't think
3: I could do that. Well, I mean, like I, I work for a plastic pollution charity and that's not my life because, no. to be honest, if, well, you have you have to be so organised in order to have your plastic only fill a jar for, for a year. I mean, and I don't think I'd be able to do my job job as well as I do so well, is that is that balance isn't it yeah um, well, th- between this- having inspiring people to to reduce the easy plastic mm-hmm. rather than focusing on my you know I mean I would say I've reduced my plastic by about 70 um, yeah. percent so you know maybe, maybe it's a little bit more than that it depends on depends on the month but you know is is is, is the focus? does the focus need to go on to that 30 percent or is it actually focusing on people that are um using plastics which will get into the environment that's the key There, i think yeah, this yeah probably... in
1: quite nicely i think to h- hear about your challenge my well, 14 was day two, challenge 14 days without plastic yes yes
3: and i failed. you failed which okay. is fine yeah because i you know you can go around and beat yourself up but actually i was um i went on a work trip to spain um and we and yeah there's a couple of times where um, I wasn't quite thinking that I would be given plastic and, you know, not speaking. Um, I, don't, I don't speak Spanish. so um, And I also didn't think like something like sangria would come with, with a straw. So mm-hmm. that caught me off guard. Yeah. But at the same time, um, yeah, I managed to avoid it in quite a few places. I was much more organized um, in terms of my shopping habits. And I went to my plastic free shop. Um, which is down the road, which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. You you
1: recently put a picture up of that on uh, your social media.
3: Yeah. So what's that that shop like then? It's a fantastic shop. It's quite small. Um, It was very busy over the weekend, which is great to see. Um, But do you know what I really like about it? The fact that they don't just focus on plastic. It's very much um, focusing on single use. So I give the example of you can go in there and get wine. Yeah. Olive oil. Yeah. Um, uh, what so, what like just loose yeah 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 you go in with your own bottle yeah because the thing is right you know we can we can talk about plastic um which obviously the cha- the challenge was around yeah. but like like i said this is single use um like a, a wine bottle is is smashed up in this country and then um, heated to 14,000 degrees in order to make another bottle. Yeah. Yeah. That's an incredible amount of energy and carbon. Yeah. So actually, this shop is not just addressing plastic, it's addressing, yeah. you know, um, you know, all packaging, it is which, insane. which is really cool.
1: Because I always feel that. I'm like, I, no one puts their mouth... Well, I, I say that. <laughs> Most people don't put their mouth around a wine bottle.
4: <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: What they can't be like, why are they not just cleaned? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I'm, not, I I'm not suggesting that I wouldn't have to breach a certain temperature to clean, but to break it up to reproduce it and all that just seems crazy. Whereas I'm sure they clean milk bottles, don't they? When they, they do, use, they, they do
3: because it's the same person, you know, and people be the um, same company picking up the bottle, yeah. Um, bottles. Yeah, no, no, so uh, they would clean them, and fantastic. people are
1: much more likely to put their mouth around a milk bottle. Yeah.
3: But um, but yeah. So so just just going back to the plastic. Um, so my overall taken from it was, um, the fact that it was a good it was a good challenge for 14 days. Um, like I said, didn't quite get there with being completely plastic free. But at the same time, um, it showed me because like I said, I, I think I'm relatively good at you know being organised and not using plastic. But I saw some some parts where it creeped back in. Yeah. So it really showed me that actually. You know,
1: and what areas okay. tripped you up then? What what products maybe? Or
3: well, like for example, I I still buy cheese every now and again. Okay, yeah. and when you buy it from a supermarket, it's only going to be in plastic. So, I just, and but with that as well, I don't want to be consuming as much cheese. Yeah, so it's a bit it's twofold. Can you so... not go
1: to the counter and because they have like. I know some of it's already cut up and packaged up
3: not but... in supermarkets I've did, I've looked a couple of times okay. um and I, I stand corrected if some of them do okay but the ones that I've seen is all wrapped in plastic because okay. that's exactly what I've tried to do in the okay. past but you'd have to go to like your deli for example yeah because I was thinking um, you could
1: take your Tupperware there couldn't you and,
3: and exactly have it cut and, off I, and... and I'm sure that that is an option but yep. for me I'd, I'd rather just um just heavily reduce cheese in the first place to be honest on that topic as
1: you're in london there is now a plant-based cheesemonger
3: in wow. brixton
1: oh, is there? that i i saw on uh, facebook the other day it actually was brought to my attention because uh, they are being taken to court for using the word cheese um, even though it clearly says plant based cheesemonger
2: is uh, it not but, is that by Unilever uh, I'm
1: same, not 100% sure but they brought it. it to my attention I thought fabulous I can't wait to go so thank you um.
2: yeah no I'm just checking the train times now <laughs> yeah
3: <that's it. laughs>
1: so uh yeah, maybe you can take a visit there for us ash and uh, yeah yeah
2: yeah
3: it's, it's, it's still it's the other side of london but yeah sure, yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> i think yeah i mean that's one of the it's the interesting playoff though isn't it, on environmental grounds because you know when we used to eat milk products you know i used to get the local dairy used to deliver milk and we used to have milk bottles and things and now we don't and we're plant-based at home we've got tons of cartons and plastic and stuff which we didn't have before and it's exactly it's it's the sort of challenge you have to play these things off against each other Mm -hmm. and I've got a friend who um their mum's brilliant at making oat milk and I've I've tried four times now and just I just can't do it it's gonna take me a while to get to that point but once i've done it i won't have all these like tetra cartons and things but
3: yeah because you can't you can't recycle them at the moment and it's really interesting that you say that because i follow somebody on facebook who um you know most of the people i'm sorry instagram um most of the people that i I follow are you know to do with plastic and and one of them had recently gone vegan and now she's buying plastic and yeah. she was really um, sort of torn with the environmental issues because, uh, you know, she's done so much work to reduce her plastic and change her life. But now that she's removing. Versus ethical um, now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So which one do you go for? And you've got to balance it up. And I find that a lot, actually, when I'm making decisions, um, you know, in, in a shop between, OK, I, I don't really want to consume um animal products but at the same time i don't want to use plastic and then you're weighing up which one's more recyclable and all this sort of stuff and uh, you just think well i just want some milk actually (laughs) at at the
1: moment i'm using the uh tetra packs as dog toys (laughs) i mean trying to make at least someone's uh having some fun and and then uh at least they're broken down a little bit before they go into the bin
3: well yeah i mean to be honest um in in our area at home, I mean it it's it, it will be taken to a um energy from waste um site. So so the fact is that you've broke you you reused it for a toy and then it's going to be make energy anyway. So that's better than, you know like if, for example if you were taking a recyclable product and then and then tearing it up and and, and, and then it wouldn't get recycled. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I don't you're give use that.
1: Of it. I have in the past um given the dogs bottles to plastic bottles to pay with, but yeah, now the cartons are a lot more appropriate anyway and less noisy. So uh, yeah, and they enjoy. Yeah. It. And then they uh, they're getting an outlet for a, a ripping behaviour that they'd quite like to do on yeah. other stuff. <laughs> a little bit of dog training in there for you as well. There Was you there go. Anything, there
2: you go. Did you have anything where you were really surprised how you've never swapped it out before did you kind of go oh god why why haven't i done this
3: that's an interesting question um i don't think so i don't think so but do you know what it's it's um it, it like i said there's some bits where i i saw it creeped back into my life and there's other bits that i'm like really happy with um and actually not surprised myself but i don't know like It'd be like yeah i've got i've got this down now so for example when i go traveling so i went i went to spain for five days um and i was just you know cabin cabin luggage um but i've already already got the plastic bag that you put um the products in mm-hmm. uh and then all my products generally are all plastic free or um you know like i i, I reuse them yeah so I look, at, I look at this bag and I didn't, need to, I didn't need to, you know, do anything. I take a reusable um, bottle, a, a, a coffee cup when I go away. And I appreciate some people don't want to, you know, take up the space um, with, with this stuff. But actually going through that airport, I'm not consuming any plastic. Yeah. And if you think about how many people will walk through, get something from, you know, um, the shops, use that plastic bag, buy a p- plastic water bottle from the airport... Actually, before you've even got on the plane, you've consumed quite a lot already.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's something so. that people forget as well. That you can you can take a plastic bottle through. It could be a liter of empty plastic bottle. You can take through mm. customs yeah. and then fill up on the other side.
1: I don't think they make that clear, do they?
2: No, I, 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 no. I
1: quite often,
3: I think and I think people as well. They know. get a bit awkward, a little bit embarrassed. I mean, like um, the other day. I mean, I had my reusable bottle, and I and I. Um, it was, I forgot it was full of water and they made me go right back out, down it and then go back in. But the thing is, I don't really have that embarrassment anymore. I just think, well, I'm going to stand it, I'm going to drink it, at least I'll be hydrated. You have to get check in
1: your drink really quick and so you don't have to go to the back of the queue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, it's just... Uh, I've
1: had my, uh, my the, um, the plastic bag that they make you put your toiletries in, I've had mine for years because it's slightly bigger than the ones they give you at the airport. So it's a little bit
3: of a sneaky, sneaky. I can get just a little oh, bit more. Ah, there you go. Good tip, good tip. <laughs> but yeah, over, overall good experience. Um, it's Like I said, I've gotten um, gone to a routine of going to my plastic-free shop now. Um, yeah. Now I know what it's all about um, down the road. It's only open um, five days a week. So I have to sort of plan, plan around that. But um, yeah, but still, it's great. It's great to have plastic free shop in walking distance and actually yeah. it's not that expensive amazing i was but, yeah in london for this type of thing because to be honest what i get really frustrated about um when there is you know that you know more sustainable option or um you know plastic free that they, they 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 hike the price up quite significantly mm. but this I doesn't seem to because... be the case
1: I think the more people get into it uh, but, and hopefully your shop will extend to opening longer. Cause I found that with the one that we have here in Southampton uh, was not open on a Sunday and Sunday was always the most convenient time for me to go. But yeah. I recently found out now they open on Sundays. They've got more staff. They've, built up a bit of a reputation over the year and now they're offering it full time so.
3: well well that's the thing there's these incredible people that are taking their passion for the environment that step further and open their own shop so it's not this you know it's not so as a you know huge corporation yeah, so it. yeah they are you know and they and they need to have some data yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, self-employed um,
1: people that are putting in they can't afford to employ someone yet and they're putting no, in all exactly. the dedicated hours that they can
3: yeah so it's, so it's always great to see when they when they you know are functioning like yeah. um like other shops are. Yeah, yeah I guess really. Brilliant.
1: Excellent. So, well done anyway. You did good. Thank you,
3: thank and,
1: you. And, you know, failing is what we're all, you know, we're not about failing, but we're definitely not about, to t- you know, saying that you have to strive for perfection, just strive for a change. That'll be... Yeah.
3: And you always learn from it, don't you?
1: Exactly. Like you said, so. you know, you've, you've saw some areas where it creeped back in where you you thought you'd got rid of it
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah i I don't see it as failing at all no i think it's failing as if you just didn't bother trying
1: yeah 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 exactly
2: just getting something out of it and learning some lessons from it is the whole point Um, yeah which is brilliant
1: much more positive with sasha jay
2: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure sasha lasted longer than eight hours (laughs) (laughs) but you're still going i am still vegan. so you know that's winning there's no failing there that's like we're over two weeks past veganuary now
1: still get the regular question so what do you eat as if there really isn't a lot of options I'm yeah like, dude i'm putting food on my face nearly 24 7 i'm all right
2: yeah <laughs> i i mean i get that and then i just go look at me i'm overweight <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of...
3: <laughs> do you know what? i watched this really funny clip the other day of um you know like um uh, a clip on being vegan, um, which obviously has taken the mic, and uh, it was talking about making a a cucumber pizza. Oh, that was oh, me. Yeah. I shared that. Yeah. yeah, you shared it. Yeah, and I just it just like because it is ridiculous that people don't think that what you you must eat lettuce leaves and cucumber, yeah. and it's you know, and I just I just really like the fact that it's just you know really taken the the, the joke quite far. Yeah, um, I do
2: yeah. enjoy that video. It's yeah. one that makes me laugh. A I lot. can't work out if he's. Who he's taking the Mickey out of? That's when you know Probably something's quite everyone. good, because I know he's, <laughs> he's done other videos that cover other topics. Yeah. But it, you can you can take offence or find it funny from any angle. Yeah, yeah. Of that yeah. whole thing, it's like really it's a good balance, yeah. but it, it does make me laugh. I have people that kind of go, um, you know oh, I'd never eat vegan food. And then you're like, well, do you eat toast? Like, <laughs> It's yeah, kind of... It not, yeah, we said
3: that on the episode, didn't we? That was, yeah, that was, it's the
2: kind of yeah. daft and thing. And
3: I, I, I have friends like, oh, are you are you veggie at the moment? And so like just wondering what I can make you. But do you know what? One of my friends made, um maybe it was one of you guys actually, made the point that um, a lot of people decide the meat first and then work around the mill. Yeah. And I think that's where they get a bit... Um, thrown off when somebody's vegetarian or vegan. Mm. I think that's where it comes from.
2: Yeah. yeah. But I say Sorry that... that to, it,
3: sort
2: of. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, and, and, you know, as we were saying, it, every, everything you do in your life that's around environmental ethics and things is is a balance in some form. And, you know, as we say, I, I've yet to find any vegan cheese that isn't caped in plastic. Mm. Um, even mm. some of, some of the brands use coloured plastic that you just can't recycle anywhere anywhere at all because it's black or whatever um and it's it's just a, a challenge so you know obviously i'll be heading to brixton to the to the, um gary munger the joke vegan cheese word um but it's um yeah it's, it's finding a balance isn't it and my beloved so coconut
1: um chocolate pots swap from black plastic to clear plastic and now i know that's oh, not nice. amazing it, but it is step. at least it's it's a step so Yay, yeah. i mean i don't know from... how else you serve chocolate mousse yet so
3: yeah absolutely um can i also give a tip um that i found recently um, which will help people with um with broccoli and I know this sounds really stupid, because um, people, might, people might not think about it. But when you buy a plastic-free broccoli, yeah. and I've had to, you know, to use it in like two days because it just sort of withers away. If you put it into a cup of water, it will last a week. Oh, very good. So mine, I hilarious. put mine in the
1: fridge and uh, it does all right, but maybe I, I'll put I, it in
3: water. No, put it, put it in water, honestly, because it, it, mine's lasted um, just over a week. Wow. fantastic fantastic. Um, but the stage? funny thing is, it's currently it's currently sat in a um, One Direction uh, uh, mug, so it's got <laughs> this broccoli when you open the fridge, which is, I think, is you know, brightens up your day. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we tend but to. It's good,
3: but it's good little tips like this. Like I've 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 been on this journey for a few years now, and I'm still finding little tips as I go along. Yeah. Um, and it's not the case of um trying to remove your plastic is actually ensuring that the food that you're buying plastic free stays fresh yeah that that's that that's for me is is something i'm learning as i go along
2: yeah um so depending on when the podcast goes out the i think in previous podcasts i mentioned about a consultation on plastic bags um which closes yes. on the 22nd of february so i think i'll probably get this out before then so yeah um it's quite a straightforward consultation. I've already submitted a yeah, couple I've of responses mine, yeah. to it. Um well done And um, it's just one of many consultations that's going to come out in the next 12 months on the waste and resources strategy. So we're expecting – I've heard rumours that we're expecting about four consultations to come out next week um, on different well, elements to it. So that may or may not happen, but um, it's just worth busy. kind of <laughs> keeping an eye out if, you know, if you're – the the next thing you can do beyond um doing something yourself is to kind of get a bit more active maybe and, and respond to consultations yeah. and get your voice heard they so, really
1: don't take that long either if you're already scanning through facebook and nothing's taken your interest why not fill that out whilst you're there
4: <laughs>
1: i did i did the one on straws recently as well is that finished now I can't yes
2: remember. yeah that yeah. closed a yeah. few weeks ago okay um so right. brilliant Fabulous. Well,
1: thanks for taking part in your challenge, Sash.
3: No worries, no worries. And who's so? Jason is it
1: you next? It is
3: Jason.
2: Yeah, it's me next. I have no idea what the challenge is going to be.
1: Go on then.
3: Challenge,
4: challenge me.
3: Right, Jay's challenge. So we've 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 uh, it's become very apparent that Jason's a big fan of uh, crisps and fizzy drinks, yeah. and we feel like we target uh, a couple of issues here. Was reducing plastic and then in case of, in the case of the crisps um removing generally palm oil as well yeah. um so yeah we think it's a good challenge to give him 14, 14 days without free yeah, and and fizzy drinks health-wise teeth-wise
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. very needed I'd-
1: how do you feel jay doesn't ever go to the pub without either a bowl of chips or crisps i'm there with him to be honest with you we generally leave the sharing on getting our own because we don't like to share
2: yeah you know when you put a bag on the table and you tear it open so everyone can eat them and sometimes you put them down and corin i mean this is about me being bad but corin will just slide the bag towards herself and then just open it and sit there eating it um but mm. i am definitely worse with crisps. Jay
1: than. opens up the bag to share in the middle but just is Eats angry when thing. people are, are eating them, you know.
2: So. Yeah. <laughs> but at least i kind of try and show it. But um no, so, i think so this is,
3: challenge
1: will start tomorrow. Yeah. No, i feel like like i said Jay's challenge has to start now because he gave me such a hard time for starting might be January on the 2nd of January. <laughs> it starts now.
2: Yeah, but your challenge was named after a month. <laughs> mm. And well, this That's is so fizzy That's
1: drinking so crisps. Let, let him have stop. his
3: day of crisps, and then it this is just tomorrow. because Nat's
1: popped out to the shop to get Jay some goodies, and he wants the goodies. She's.
2: Well, she's I've already. I already have some nachos ready for dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, for, yeah, so um, you wouldn't be able to have your dinner. Wouldn't
1: you? Yeah, nachos, <laughs> so, nachos count as crisps.
2: Yeah, so I. I probably do need to start tomorrow. Although I haven't had any crisps or fizzy drink today um we've had our our customary podcast virgin mary drinks that we we have and olives (laughs) and things so we've been fairly healthy ish um so yeah maybe from tomorrow okay Um, tomorrow sounds good i hope to be able to physically measure the success of this challenge and maybe maybe lose a bit of weight (laughs) stop eating so much junk food um do you know what?
3: Though that's I, I have actually lost weight, and people keep saying that to me. And I, the big, big thing is, I don't go down the crisp aisle or the um, biscuit aisle in supermarkets anymore. And you know, you just because of the plastic. I mean, yeah. as soon as I find plastic-free chocolate or anything like that, then I'm all over it. Mm. But actually, it's like these behaviours. You know, I mean, sure, I still, I still, I still eat it. You know, every now and again. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you'll be surprised um because because you're targeting an environmental issue that actually your your house improved and i think i've made a po- that point uh, before
1: yeah i um i've got to say about chris as well i am a chris fiend and i do love them but i don't really buy them for the house anymore unless like i'm buying a sharing bag for when people are coming over i don't ever <laughs> buy individual bags anymore no um, but i do we do when we go to the pub it's kind of like a pub treat yeah it's
2: a bit yeah but that's,
3: but, but, but that's okay right if it's a treat like yeah. i think that's perfectly fine yeah it's when you know i used i say use eat a packet of crisps chocolate bar every like pretty much every single day yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean like how much how much of um you know plastic that you're consuming i totally um, have
1: just replaced it with um salted corn that i buy loose from rice so <laughs>
3: <laughs> i need some
1: snacks i'm a snacker yeah yeah, 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 the, yeah. i mean
2: the, the other reason i mean we probably talk a bit too much about vegan um vegan stuff but the other reason we like a few years ago um a few of us went to go to a talk that heather mills did um launching an animal welfare center at winchester university and um it was fascinating talk in many ways and <laughs> one of the things that someone asked a question about how you make um veganism be normal and uh heavy mills's response was um you have to look hot
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have to sell it basically yeah. you have to look banging yeah <laughs> and, i think uh, some of the words she might have used yeah along with a, I i mean i'm not judging the lady she does good for the for that side of things but it was a very um Heather Mills-centric video that was played in the background.
2: It was it was astonishing.
1: It was quite interesting. Yeah. Wow.
2: But the, but the, the biggest take-home was that I'm definitely failing on that side. And <laughs> you're not, not saying that, <laughs> I'm letting the, I'm letting the, the, the system the down. The done. So, yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's actually a video of that interview, so I'll, I'll put that in the notes.
1: A Better Future podcast, moment of the week. Let's have a moment of the week then, a little bit of cheery stuff something something to end on um I'll go first as I'm already talking this week was uh being at our, um our dog training field I'm doing my loops and uh I start noticing a couple of flowers uh, I think it is a cherry plum blossom when I looked it up and I just got really excited and the weather this week has been really sunny and I've actually been out without my coat on and it's felt really warm And I'm just really excited for spring being here I just can't wait
2: yeah, I've had a similar week I think because Nat's been away for a couple of days at a conference. So I had a couple of days where I was working at home and got to walk the dogs at lunchtime and and hang out with the lads which was cool and I saw a bumblebee for the I first one of the year too, yeah. which I was probably too excited about <laughs> and he smashed into my face while I was walking along not paying enough attention and saw a barn owl flying over
4: oh wow countless
2: birds and stuff so that was really exciting and the field next to where we walk the dogs uh the national trust were planting thousands of trees right next to our field so i went and had a chat with them for a while and hear about their plans and yeah it's really nice sort of seeing that happen which was really cool so i had a bit of a kind of nature nature week as well which is nice
3: Oh, nice. Yeah, my, my moment's more of a, like, a, similar to yours in the sense that it's more of a, a feeling rather than, like, an event that's happened. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it's, it's. I just had one day where I spoke to a lot of people that were either going into schools and inspiring um, kids to not use plastic and care about the environment, um, people that had set up companies um, years and years ago, tackling the plastic problem. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just nice to just speak to so many motivated and uh, and, and inspiring people because uh, I'm I'm essentially in a startup charity, and you can very quickly get into the um, into running run the organisation, mm-hmm. and sometimes forget why why you're doing it. Yeah. So it's really amazing to to you know be able to speak to people that are, are doing incredible things. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that sounds good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded by like-minded people. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. Nice. I think that that sort of links in with my moment of the week. I think the um, the school strikes yesterday, and yeah. just seeing the footage all the way around the UK, like Glasgow, Bristol, London, yeah. Oxford, um, was quite inspirational, really. Yeah. And I just
1: it's just the message that I have for that is, it's their future. You know. Why wouldn't they be passionate mm. and want mm. to? You know, the adults that are, aren't currently doing what needs to be done. So, yeah, all, all, all for it, and I completely support them, and I, I hope that it gets listened to. But I, I have heard that currently it's not. But you know, whoever listens on the first day of a strike, I can't imagine yeah. that goes
3: down. Yeah, often. absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a long game, isn't it? Yeah. But um, it's great that they're, they're, they're calling people to action.
2: Yeah. yeah cuz you know I, I hear people and they they sort of say oh it's the young people and they're the future and they can kind of deal with this thing but really you know they're not the people in power they won't be in power for ages so yeah. you know we need to listen to them it's their future yeah. so um yeah it was Absolutely. great to kind of sort of see that and get that level of coverage not so much I mean, it's sad that they have to do it but it's really nice to to kind of a lot of people, people take a bit it. Of,
1: as if if These children are just doing it for a day off, um, which if you listen to them, they're not. They're
2: They're more articulate than most people talking about climate change. They
1: know what they're talking about. And like you said, people are going into schools and talking about it. So, of course, they're going to feel passionate about it. Mm. Um, Yeah yeah absolutely don't read the comments on your on your local newspapers is what i would say in regards <laughs> to guess, never I, corinne never no I'm, i've made a mistake and made a mistake <laughs> <laughs> so. well nice moments all round. yeah good absolutely. stuff okay right so we come to the end of another podcast that's episode four done uh thanks to dawn for appearing on that podcast and thanks to sash for taking part in another challenge and good luck to jay for his future challenge uh we will see you uh, shortly for another episode uh which we will be focusing on mindfulness i hope to see you again
4: bye, bye. bye.